Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Scoliosis Dialogues. This is an SRS podcast. My name is Jason Brooks. I am a pediatric orthopedic surgeon at the Scottish Rite Hospital for Children in Dallas, Texas, and I'm also very honored to serve as the chair of the newly formed podcast committee. This is a very special episode because here we are talking about uh, our upcoming annual meeting. And we have some really special uh, guests here to help us talk about it. I would love to introduce my co-host here, Dr. Agarwal. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having us uh, with you here, Dr. Brooks. I'm one of the uh, attending neurosurgeons at WashU uh, in St. Louis, and I'm excited for this upcoming meeting, especially because we have the opportunity to travel to Europe. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've already been practicing my words, um, and I'm sure that I'm not going to do very well with this new language. Uh, but more importantly, we have the mastermind behind this program, Dr. Shea Bess, and we would love for you to you know, come in and introduce yourself and tell uh, tell our listeners uh, where you are, what you do for the SRS, and kind of why you're truly one of the linchpins for this uh, meeting. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Nitin. Really pleasure to be here today. So, uh, I'm a spine surgeon here in Denver, Colorado. Um, I'm also the, uh, the, the 2022 uh, annual meeting scientific program chair. Uh, and so uh, Justin Smith uh, and I uh, made the half-day course and then decided on aspects uh, of the educational format. And then also then uh, made the scientific program. So reviewed all the abstracts uh, with, submitted this year. Uh, with all the section leaders, and then um, chose the format, and then also uh, chose what we thought were the best abstracts, which will appear on the HIB section on Friday. So a ton uh, to go through. It has been a, just a, a gob of work. However, I think the program that we have this year is going to be absolutely phenomenal. <coughs> so um, if people... Um are want to figure out why their affect wasn't accepted, then they can come directly to you. Is that right? <laughs> that's exactly right. And we can go through all the ways. You know, it's interesting, Jason. That's a really good point, though. You know, so let me let me pull up some numbers. I'm going to pull this up in the background, right? So we had, where is it? We had um, 1,086 abstracts submitted in consideration of which 155 abstracts were selected for a podium presentation. So that's about 14%, extremely uh, competitive. Another 12 abstracts uh, were accepted for case discussion, uh, 10 for the half-day course, and then we had um, uh, 46 abstracts for poster presentation. So extraordinarily uh, competitive uh, this year. And I think the SRS typically is. And if you, if, if you look at the, the how we went through uh, the abstracts, I can tell you every single abstract was read. Uh, the, the format that we go through it is there is an initial overview with an Olympic scoring system uh, by minimum five uh, graders uh, for the abstract review committee. And then from that um, review committee, as well as the, uh, the program committee, we chose section leaders uh, based upon the topics for which you submit to the SRS, adult spine deformity, adolescent idiopathic scoliosis, neuromuscular, uh, quality safety value, uh, complications, et cetera, et cetera, uh, basic science. And then we had minimum two Zoom calls uh, with all of the section leaders uh, voting on each of the abstracts. 
and then chose the abstracts accordingly to some degree based upon the proportion of, of abstracts that were submitted, but then also really shot for high quality abstracts. And so wanted to make sure that the, 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 the writer and the authors were clear about their hypothesis. It was truly hypothesis-driven research, that they were very rigorous in terms of their methodology and their statistics, and that their conclusions made sense. We also made a lot of changes this year to the abstract, um, at least submission as and presentation process. Namely, uh, we gave people more space uh, to um, uh, explain themselves and gave them an increased character count to 2,500. Uh, we also eliminated redundant sections so they could really dive in on the methodology uh, so it wasn't short shrifted. We also expanded the HIB session uh, for the best abstracts. Uh, to six-minute presentations up from four-minute presentations. Those HIBS abstracts were selected by all of the committee members and all the committee leaders, uh, and we went through three rounds of voting and selection for that to avoid bias, as well as give everybody a fair shake. So if you look at then um, at the HIBS abstracts, I've got it written down here, right? So that's about 0.9% of all abstracts were actually nominated for HIBS. So congratulations ahead of time to the authors that got a HIBS um, nomination. I think whoever wins the award is probably super superfluous given how competitive it was. Well, I uh, do not envy your job at all. That that certainly sounds uh, extremely uh, thorough. Um, and thank you for what you do. You know, uh, for all those who are listening, we first off want to remind you uh, that the SRS does have an app. Um, and so you all can go on to uh, the app store of your choice, either the Android or the Apple app stores and download the Scoliosis Research Society annual meeting app. And there you'll be able to find the agenda as well as um, many other um, uh, uh, cool uh, kind of sub sub items that will uh, allow you to make this meeting in Sweden as uh as great as possible. But, you know, this podcast episode is about the annual meeting and we wanted to kind of talk about some really interesting things that are going to be going on. Um, and uh, so um, first uh, on Tuesday, as uh, you all arrive on the September 13th, um, we're going to really open up with, uh, well, of course, there'll be the committee meetings. We really want to encourage all of you all who are on committees to make it there. But I'm really excited about the HIP Society meeting. Um, we have an amazing speaker. Um, that speaker's name uh, is uh, Tobias Dexel. Um, and Nitin, I don't know if you uh, will be able to just uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Tobias and kind of what makes him uh, such a cool and kind of non-spine non surgeon type of speaker for us all to really you know, learn from. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is the first time I had heard of him, obviously, because he's not a not a surgeon. But, uh, you know, it was interesting to see that he founded his own his own company and um, he worked as a curator um, at the Nobel Prize Museum in, in, in Stockholm. So this is an extraordinary individual, extraordinary gentleman. And, and I'm really excited to hear from him on Wednesday uh, for his lecture. Yeah, be aware that, that, that Jason, that, that, that he, he's the Howard Seal lecturer. And so that will be on Wednesday. And, and the HIB session is a oh, tremendous oh, session great. with, I think, very, very strong uh, didactics that, that will occur that day. 
And yes. so a lot of things going on on Tuesday. We're going to have everybody uh, uh, rung out and beat down during their committee meetings, really plan for the next year. <laughs> As you know, we're literally going to hit the podcast committee too. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for that. Yeah, correction. The, the Hip Society meeting is on Tuesday, but it's separate. And uh, and I misspoke on that. Um, yes. Uh, so Tuesday, great lectures for Hibs. We're going to really encourage you all to make it there for the, that, for sure. But that's why you need the app, which I'm downloading right now. <laughs> Absolutely. I love you all it. Can that. Great. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so uh, the, the Howard Still lecture, we just... Uh, talked about who uh, who's going to be our keynote speaker for that. Um, but really importantly, on Wednesday, uh, we're going to have a pre-meeting course. And we would love to hear from you, Shay, just about kind of the work that went into um, uh, deciding what the topic of the pre-meeting course was you know, going to be and, um, and then why you chose what you chose and kind of why you think uh, that our listeners should definitely make it to Sweden to uh, be there in person for that pre-meeting course. Yeah, thanks, Jason. I appreciate that. You know, that if you look at the topic of it, you know, uh, Justin and I really, Justin Smith, I should say, really, and I, and I deliberated, kind of what did we want to talk about? What was going to be representative uh, for Chris Jaffrey's presidency? And the, the big piece that we wanted to focus on is research, right? If, if you look at the, the, the middle name for the SRS, clearly, right, it's, it's the Scoliosis Research Society. But I, I think what we, or I know what we wanted to do for this was, was define what that R for research is in our SRS and highlight the evolution of research that has been uh, presented at the SRS and how the SRS evolved from that. So what we've done is we've broken it down into, into three parts. There's gonna be early efforts from key centers and individuals. There's gonna be understanding different deformity types. There's gonna be expanding beyond individual centers to multi-center collaborations. And I'm sorry, there's a fourth part, namely how the SRS mainly evolves. And so if we if we look at it then, clearly the first part for part one, early efforts, right? That's gonna be Minneapolis and the, and the Mo legacy. How did the SRS evolve from that? And Joe Perra is giving that. Then going in the talks about Mark Asher, and Paul Harrington, and then CD instrumentation and, and Debussy's, the grandson is gonna be there. And then the influence, um, that Professor Sook had for thoracic pedicle screw instrumentation, then, then Alf Nockhamson's legacy. And then we get into different deformity types, including early onset and AIS and adult spinal deformity and cervical. And then why those are different and how those different pathologies has shaped not only how we do research, but then also the quality of the research that is presented then at the SRS. We'll then look at then how technology has allowed us to expand beyond single individuals and single centers to multi-center collaborations, which I think has been instrumental in us moving the needle forward in terms of how we can evaluate patients and high volume patients and have these diverse ideas that you probably just wouldn't get from one center and just one person through these multi-center collaborations. And finally, we'll end it in terms of, okay, how then are we evolving in the SRS, right? So this speaks clearly to Nitin, right? Because Shafi's gonna be talking about why and the importance of neurosurgery involved 
in it because clearly we are one spying community. Laura Blake will talk about diversity and equality. Uh, Chris Ames will talk about the data aspects and how that's evolved things. And I'll talk about a new app actually that we're creating for the SRS. And then Marinus de Kluver will close us out looking at the SRS questionnaire. So there's a whole bunch of information and new topics, namely honoring the old, but also looking how we ring in the new uh, for the SRS at the pre-meeting course. I must say I'm most excited about part three of that pre-meeting course, you know, where like I really think for the first time, um, you know, we're going to have uh, kind of thought leaders from harm study group, the pediatric spine study group, the international spine study group, the European spine study group, and the American spine registry kind of all there. And I think me and Natan, you know, we're kind of young enough that we came up in the age where these groups were already there. Um, and uh, we were able to benefit from kind of all the information that came out of there. And so it's going to be really cool to kind of have them all on the same stage, kind of showing all that they're have contributed to uh, the field of spine deformity and continue to contribute. Jason, um, I totally agree. You know, that's the fun part of it is all of us now just kind of share things, I think, together in terms of where we come from, where we're going, but then also inspire others that are in the audience. Good gosh. And we made this model to some degree, but, but build it yourself for your own uh, interests and continue then this effort. Uh, as you then become the next leaders. So that's very much the thrust of the pre-meeting course. 100%. So Natan, is there a part of the uh, meeting that you're most excited about that you want to tell? Uh, you know, having just started, I, I think that um, I already recognize how much the SRS is doing for, for young people. And uh, I was delighted to see that there's an early career surgeon session on Thursday, September 15th in the evening. And um, the emphasis on young people, you know, there's the North American scholarship for residents and fellows, but now having a part of the program dedicated to young people uh, and to have masters of the field mentor us is, is quite exciting. So, you know, I want to thank the, the program committee for putting that together. What are, what are you hoping that that leads to, uh, to Dr. Best? What, what are you hoping that the young surgeons get out of that? Oh, gosh, you know, and I think that the big piece is feeling in inclusive. You know, we, we batted around the idea actually of on Saturday, because Saturday is typically so poorly attended, that we would have a, a young surgeon um, and investigator presentation day. And so we will likely evolve toward that in um, future meetings where that Saturday then is really a podium uh, for uh, evolving and up and coming researchers and surgeons. And so I, I think that this forms a nice transition, I think, to be inclusive in that as we foster um, uh, the membership uh, that is coming through, because those are our future leaders, right? And so want to do everything we possibly can to then not only be inclusive, but then provide a platform for which uh, they can highlight what their efforts and the desires are. And so I think that this adds or acts as a nice stopgap as we move toward that piece to truly highlight and foster our up and coming researchers. Well, I was grateful to see that there was a complimentary registration for that session, but more importantly, right after there's a social with beverages. So uh, <laughs> that is a meeting highlight for me. 100%. I actually went to the early career session um, in St. Louis last year. And again, it was a, uh, you know, the SRS sometimes feels so big and it was really nice to be around people that were 
kind of all in at the similar stage in their careers. And it didn't matter whether you were in neurosurgery or orthopedics, you did adult or peds, we all kind of had the same, you know, battle stories. We all kind of had that that slight tinge of uh, lack of self-confidence and, you know, wanting a you know, validation in terms of kind of what we were doing. And so it was really nice to find that, you know, solidarity. Um, cool. And uh, it, it's a really cool program um, that's being led there. Um, and Jason, I agree with you. You know, I think, again, the piece of solidarity, because it is one society. And, and how do we unite and advocate for each other? I think that's the big piece. You know, one of the things that that, that I ask the, the, the people, uh, the attendees at the meeting, look for common themes. So what we've done for each of the sessions, right? There's, the, again, adolescent idiopathic and, and, and adult and quality safety value complications and, and early onset. We very much tried to generate a theme. And so they weren't these haphazard presentations uh, of disjointed abstracts with topics that didn't really speak to one another. What we wanted to is pick the best quality and then from that quality, provide then uh, a common theme by which those abstracts fell under from an, a, a conceptual umbrella standpoint. So that the, the, the moderators, but people in the audience were able then to either ask questions based upon a theme that hopefully sparked ideas in them, or even in some of the stories or some of the abstracts, compare and contrast because there are gonna be some very similar abstracts, albeit very high quality, pitted one against another. And so uh, I hope that the audience will challenge then the pre presenters, because again, this is a congenial uh, platform. We're all trying to inspire each other and trying again uh, to improve care as well as research uh, for which we provide for our patients and our society. Awesome. Well, Dr. Best, I know this has been a monumental task uh, that you and Justin Smith have undertaken. Uh, we appreciate all that you're doing. Uh, we want to remind our listeners again that there is an app. Please go on to the App Store and download it. Um, and uh, you will be able to kind of get a little preview of how amazing our annual meeting will be. Um, and we look forward to seeing everyone in Stockholm, Sweden uh, come this September. Thanks, Jason. I want to especially say thank you and congratulations to all the reviewers and especially the topic leaders. They work so hard to create this program. This program isn't just Justin and I's, it's the entire committee. The, the committee did an amazing job. Um, and uh, Sineas Alvarado, who has since left, was a pleasure to work with, but this is really our program. So it's a pleasure that we all get to share it together. Excellent. All right, you all have a wonderful evening and we will see you in Stockholm. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Newton. Great job. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. The Scoliosis Research Society is a nonprofit professional organization made up of physicians and allied health personnel. Their primary focus is on providing continuing medical education for healthcare professionals and on funding and supporting research in spinal deformities. Please visit srs.org for further information.